Welcome to Side Hustle with Personality. I'm Kerry Ruff, and in this podcast, we help you understand, leverage, and capitalize on your untapped skills and interests, leading to more income and fulfillment. Now, during each episode, we interview successful business people, artists, and everyday folk who have, in unique and clever ways, taken their passions and turned them into money-making enterprises. Hello, Side Hustle with Personality. Today, I am so thrilled to have someone who has quite a track record in building side hustle businesses and someone who knows how to leverage their personality. Joining me is Miss Ashley Ann Jones, or as some people call her, King Ashley Ann Jones. I don't know why it's not king or not queen, but Ashley Ann Jones. And she helps people create and build businesses with $100,000 or more at times using social media. She is a professional speaker, social media strategist, and an award-winning event designer, which I can't wait to talk to her about. <laughs> so today we're going to talk a lot about marketing, which I think is extremely important and which Ashley Ann knows so much about after all these years, uh, marketing and building small businesses. She is also, which I love, she is a great, which I haven't told her yet, but she is a great, great, do you hear me say that? Storyteller. She can tell stories and keep you enthralled for, and give you information, insights like no other. So I can't wait to, uh, hear some of her stories uh, along with these skills that she's going to provide uh, this community. So, hello, Ashley Ann. Hey, and hey y'all, hey, thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you very much for accepting my invitation. Um, Ashley Ann, tell us just a little bit about you um, from the marketing and um, and the financial uh, point of view, you, you and that angle. Um, sure. So I am Ashley Ann. I am one of the top social media strategists right now in the country. I'm really proud of that. Um, I'm super excited, beyond blessed that God has let me be a part of so many people's success. So I've helped a little over 700 people hit six figures. Um, 157 of my clients have done a million dollars in under a year. I'm hoping to get that up to 200 um, in, in the next like 24 months. So we're going to see how that works out. Um, I have nine clients that are having million dollar months right now. And I have three clients that earn over $10 million a year. I have a bachelor's in finance. I have a master's in business. Um, I have been helping people build businesses. Um, probably, I think I'm getting close to like 12 or 13. I think it's 13 years. I'm about to go and look at my, <laughs> when, when we incorporated with uh, Tom, you know, you just start doing stuff and it just kind of starts running together. But, um, about we're, we're going to say 12 or 13 years, I've been helping people build and develop businesses. I love everything about business and I love helping people get paid to do things that they like to do or that they feel like they're called to do. Um, because at the end of the day, when you think about it as adults, we spend a third of our waking hours working. That is a huge amount of time. You should be doing something that you like to do. And I feel like if we can help people get to that point where they can gain financial security and they're happy doing it, you're gonna be a better person. You're gonna be a better spouse, a better neighbor, a better parent, a better friend. You know what I mean? It's just more good energy in the world. So I love helping people make money doing stuff that they like to do or that they feel like they're called to do. So I'm gonna just jump right in 
and go with how do you find a product or a service that you can sell quickly? Okay, so first of all, I'm, I'm gonna put this out here. You can sell anything. And when I say anything, I mean anything, especially thanks to the social media streets. There's an audience for anything out there. Um, But when it comes to selling something quickly, normally I'll tell people to look for something that's going to have like a time base or that's like relative to what's happening right now. So like at the time that we're recording this, right, we're moving into a uh, recession, right? We've been looming, like we've kind of been tiptoeing into this for months and months and months. People have been sounding the alarm saying it's coming. So um, just an example, if you had some type of service or you had some type of product, um, if you had a community that was based around helping people like navigate through the recession, um, tips that they can do, you know, on their own at home, um, secrets, right? How to build a business in a recession, something like that, that fits right the time because for a lot of people most consumers they're not really forward thinking they're dealing with what they have to do with immediately right now um this is why you see a lot of really large companies they do like holiday sales right so the fourth of july just passed so everybody had all these independence day and fourth of july sales you'll see a bunch of stuff around mother's day right um in in the states and then uk everybody gets ready for black friday like in november time so literally looking at like what's happening right now in real time what's on everyone's mind what's in front of them anytime you can offer something that fits in a that will service an immediate need that's a really like quick way to be able to make cash and give me an an idea of uh, a quick need right now Uh, okay maybe service quick need right now um so for service maybe uh maybe you're going to help someone maybe you're a financial person and you're gonna put together like budgets for people to help recession proof their income over the next 18 to 24 months. And you're gonna offer a complimentary session um, and you're gonna give people their initial tips and what you found and recommendations. And if they wanna continue working with you, then here's the fee to keep working with me for the next three to six months. Even if you, even if you have, now this is a side hustle with personality. Uh, yeah. Even with, if you are working somewhere nine to five, mm-hmm. that idea. For, uh, yeah, depending on what the price range is, and if you're trying to do something at a lower tier price range, I wouldn't even go for a service. I would pick like a membership or an ebook. I love memberships and clubs because with a membership, you can create your content one or two days out the month, schedule it so that it's going to drop every single day. You can always have a call to action for people to join your membership for free and maybe they pay a price for the workbook or ebook. You can reach out to other people that can come and guest and teach and train and add value to the community. And then maybe twice a month, so that would be like every other week for you, you would host like a live session. Maybe one side would be educational and maybe the next session would just be filled in questions that your members have. What? I have so, so many questions. <laughs> what is, is, I mean, you're an expert in marketing and yeah. what is marketing? And once you have an idea, which takes a while to gather that idea, that product or that service, yeah. once, once you have, and I'll stick with service first because lots and lots of people have a service, something they can do, which you just mentioned. And they say, I don't have time and I don't know where you can make time, but I don't know where to put this on social media. I've done a lot of research on you and you, you said with social media, You've got to keep putting it out there on which which platforms. I mean, I'm on seven different platforms, but which platform do you start off with to see if this is a good idea, if this is a good service or a product? Yeah. 
So you can always validate, first of all, whatever your idea is. I tell people this all the time. You sell by listening, you sell by listening, you sell by listening. Mm-hmm. You pay attention. Like people, you got to try to I tell people, get out your feelings and get to the bag. So pay attention to people's complaints. Pay attention to people. Get out your feelings and get out of your feelings and get to the bag. There's the money to be made in these streets. And so literally a lot of people's I've always done really well in business by paying attention to what people don't like and saying, well, hey, you don't like this. Here's a remedy. Here's a solution. Here's, you know, a new and improved version. And it has what you do like or what you feel like is lacking out there right so that's number give, one give, like, me an exa- give me an example um so with me for instance my um flagship academy is instacoin right and that's my program that's pushed out most of my six-figure earners well one of the things when i was looking at other courses online i noticed they they will give you a bunch of modules they'll give you the tutorials they'll give you the information but they didn't really have a component to where you could reach out and talk to somebody if you got stuck or you had questions or interpretation when there so in my program i make it where every single week we have live sessions um we do skills we do tech corners we have insights um we uh, we put together where you have like little stream teams and scope squads. And so you have. Can, like- can, you t- can you tell my community what platform that is? Um, so that that's on the that's on the private platform in the back end, but it's just an example of looking at what's not there. So and in social media land, when I paid attention. I saw that there was like so much information just about building businesses in general, because we know we live in a strange time where there's all these fake gurus, like a new one is born every 10 seconds. So I was like, I'm going to get out here and I'm going to show people like how this really works. I'm going to show my back office. I'm going to show my ads accounts. I'm going to show like the results that we're getting. I'm going to show um, what it looks like when you're ordering. I'm going to show your vendor sheets. I'm going to show the back office of my email. I'm going to give tutorials on how to set up products. Like I'm going to show all this stuff nobody, sh- no yeah. one else is showing. And that's what really set me apart from other people because people could come in and they could visually see what I was doing, right? And they know I can, one, this it created legitimacy for me because they're like, okay, not only is this person just, not saying like, oh, they're good at this. We can see it. Like we can actually see the proof in real time. <laughs> you know what so, I mean? So, yeah. So it does, it doesn't matter what, which platform you use if, if uh, for uh, having an online course or whatever, it doesn't matter which platform, no. it matters how you use that particular. Exactly. And, and what I would tell people when it gets to a platform, start with two right? You're like a professional. So that's why you can manage. That's why you can be on seven different social media platforms. But that person that's just getting started, they're going to get really overwhelmed. So I tell people pick two, do your research and see who your ideal audience, like where are they hanging out at, right? Um, And then the second platform, you pick the platform that you enjoy the most. The reality is there are hundreds of millions, if not billions of people, for instance, with Instagram and TikTok, there are billions of people using those. So even even if your ideal customer isn't there, guarantee 0.0000000001% of them is going to be your target customer. And that's going to result in a crap load of money for you, right? Because there's so many people on the platform. So um, like, for instance, if you're doing things that are more like tutorial, educational based, you want them to be more evergreen, I would say go to YouTube, right? Because it's going to live on and on and on for a very long time. Um, If you are really interested in connecting with your audience and yeah, you want to share your offer, but you also want to actually build relationships with people. And I would tell people start on TikTok. It's so easy to grow there right now. It's, it's, it reminds me of like Facebook, like 10, 12 years ago, you know, where you could just get on or like Instagram, like eight or nine years ago, where you actually, your content's going to be seen and you can connect with people. Even, even if you're, if you're business oriented. Oh yeah. Product or service. TikTok rather than LinkedIn. I would definitely say that unless you're selling, um, if you're selling B2B, then probably stick with LinkedIn because, you know, that's where a lot of those transactions go down. But if you 
are a B2C or business to consumer, definitely you want to, number one rule of marketing is be where your audience is. So you want to be where they are. Um, another alternative, maybe you want to give a lot of information. You want to give tutorials. You want to give people access to conversations and stuff like that, like what we're having, but you don't want to go through the editing, right? Because YouTube is really serious. Like you can't just throw stuff out there. Like, yeah, people have intros and outros and edits and timelines of when shows are dropping and all that kind of stuff. You may be like, oh, that's too much for me. Well, just get on Facebook, you know what I'm saying? And go mm -hmm. live. But understand Facebook is more about cultivating the audience that you already have. And you're going to be working through your current audience and depending on them to bring more people, right? to you and to learn about you versus Instagram or like a Twitter or TikTok um, or even Pinterest, they're all set up for you to meet new people every day. <laughs> so many questions. Is, <laughs> is marketing, no, I wanna, I wanna step back. You now, do you primarily work with people who are established and companies that are established or more uh, people uh, wanting to do side hustles or wanting to, or, or small businesses? So it's an even spread. Where's your, where your focus now? I have three primary customer groups. First is gonna be startups. Those are a lot of people that are in the idea phase or I have a lot of people, they work a nine to five, they know they need another income stream. They may not even know what they wanna do, but they know they wanna do something. So I put all those people in the startup category. Like we're literally foundations with them, like terminology, help them get insurance, proper business structure, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Um, then my second group I work with, I would say people who have probably been in business somewhere in between three and seven years. They are small business owners or side hustlers. And my job is to help them scale and to help them get automation. Cause like you said, they don't have time. So we're gonna show them the proper areas on where they need to automate. Um, if there's missed opportunities for products, maybe how to upsell, bundle, um, how to put their down sales in, how to really, really work social media to attract buyers, not just followers, we want people that are actually going to convert for us. Um, so that's the second group. And then my third group, I work with more established individuals and large companies. These are people that are paying me the big bucks. Like they're paying me, you know, a quarter of a million dollars a year to work with them or 150,000. We're building out their funnels. We're writing their emails. We're running um, their social media ads and accounts for them. Um, sometimes we're doing like frontline consulting. Uh, we're doing sales training with them. We're helping them build out their teams, stuff like that. Um, so those are the three groups that I work with. You're, you're so busy. And, and I did all this research on you, your videos and, and, uh, and your podcast and so forth. And I said, she's so busy. Where does she find today? I was saying, where is she going to find the time to be on a podcast or YouTube? <laughs> whatever, uh, for the, my podcast, she is so busy. Why? Why you're so busy? Why even spend fifty minutes doing a podcast? <laughs> Well, one, for me, I don't think anyone should ever get too busy for their audience and for their base and the opportunity to learn new things and meet new people. I feel like if you, once you get to that point, you surely have painted yourself in a corner where you're going to die. Um, you know what I mean? At least, I, literally, like from business, if you look at, look at a lot of these um, big companies that just have gone out of business and let's just say the last five years you will notice they chose not to evolve. They were like, well, this is the way we started doing it or this is the way we've been doing it and we're just going to keep doing it this way. And that's, I feel like that's a very dangerous place to be. You're not allowing yourself to grow, right? You're not allowing yourself to innovate and you're missing out on a lot of opportunities. The second thing, you know, I've gotten to the point that I have built a pretty like 
amazing team. And so some of the stuff, like once I get them in there and I get them trained and they know what to do, they can handle some of that back end stuff. So for instance, I um, maybe we need to build a website for some clients or something. I can have Jay and Jessa get the site started, right? And then Shani and myself may come in and do like the final touches, the zoning, the little tweaks, the updates. Um, you know, right now I'm training three young ladies and they're going to be amazing at ads. And so I'll be training them for six to 12 months on how to effectively run ads. And I will test them out in my accounts first. We don't let them loose on clients. They, so if they mess up something, they'll mess up my stuff, not a client stuff. But we'll, and that's a, that's a part of it. I, I already know I have built-in calls for that. So I will get them trained on my stuff. And once they're efficient, then, you know, we'll let them start working with others. So the team definitely helps me. How many on your team now? Approximately. 16, 16 right now. 16. 16. Uh, and in the event side, I have my skeleton crew of 10. On the, what was that on the mid side? What was that? On the event side. Oh, I, still yeah. run the event, I still run the event design and production company. Yeah. So I have, I have 10 there. Uh, you also, did, I mean, I, I found this too. Uh, do you have uh, conferences? that are yours? Yes. I mean, you're giving a, yes. <laughs> your, your conference? Yeah, um, Accelerate 180. I tell people yes. it's the most business and lifestyle conference in America. So we always have the flagship over Labor Day weekend. So this year it'll be September 1st through 4th in Houston. Um, but leading up, we call it the Road to Accelerate. We have lots of little mini pop-up events and so they are they're like lunch and learns they're dinners with clients um they'll be anywhere from 25 to 100 people depending on what city we're going to and the venue we're in um and then did, at least did you, did you quarter, give, uh, uh, excuse me but then you then you give a a gift to uh someone who receives yeah. Every, every every year we do a ten thousand uh, dollar scholarship. Yeah, and I, I pay for it out of my pocket. I have to make sure that other businesses are getting what they need. Um, and so a lot of times, especially dealing with minority business owners, um, and so we are we are not. And this is the truth: we're just not given the same financial opportunities as other people to grow our businesses. Um, and so it's really important to me. You know, I know ten thousand dollars is life changing for some people when their business starts. It's enough for them to get marketing. It's enough for them to get a VA. It's enough for them uh, maybe to get their contracts, you know, legally done. It's money for them to join the memberships that they need to join in their community as far as networking, right? Maybe be a BNI or a chamber group. It's enough for them to get their licenses um, that they need and stuff like that. So yes, I do a $10,000 scholarship every single year um, for a small business owner that shows up to Accelerate 180. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, and I, I, I can't keep up with my questions here. I want to write. My, 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 and look, my goal one day, if, if it's in God's will, every year at Accelerate, I want to give out seven $10,000 scholarships. So that's what I'm working towards to be able to give out seven. There was, um, there was a time in your life if it was 10, 15 years ago, that you didn't have two nickels to rub together. And, and I heard that and, and read that and I went, what this woman in, and now you're, <laughs> give, now you're giving away two nickels rubbing. Yeah. Now, you're, now you're giving it away to others. That must make you feel so good inside it, it, where you were at one time and then where you are now to be able to yeah give give ten thousand dollars away it makes you feel fulfilled and it lets me know i'm on my purpose and i there were people you know i hated when people were like oh, i'm a self-made millionaire no none of us are self-made we have a lot of help along the way, you know, whether you choose to acknowledge it or not. And so there are people in my past who took a chance on me, you know what I mean? When I was just getting started out, they said, you know, for whatever reason, I'm yeah, some, trust somebody, somebody said, oh yeah, uh, design my room. And you went, right. you know, just out of college or whatever. You went, oh, okay, I can design your room. So yeah. as an event designer, you know, at that time, 
and you didn't have it. There wasn't a degree. You didn't have that type of degree, but you went, oh, I, I can do that. I'm pretty good. And you did it. And that led to something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, that actually uh, as a lady and she needed help with her event. Um, well, first it was one of my cousin's colleagues, one of her work colleagues that asked. And I was like, I do it. She's like, what, how much you going to charge? I was like, I don't know. I'm like, just yeah. pay me what worth or whatever and I did and you, and, and, and you said something like whatever yeah whatever you think it's worth whatever you, think you, it's worth, you, whatever you think it's worth but that point to me related in that uh and connected um was you were doing what you felt you were pretty good at for free yeah and, and saying whatever you think it and then that led to something else. But you putting yourself out there with your talent, one of your talents at that time, and, and then that grew and that grew from you just saying, I, I, can, I can do that and whatever you want to pay me. You weren't saying, oh, I charge this. And I, well, I'm going to tell you, I believe, and people get upset with me when I say this, and it's fine. Everyone's, you know, entitled to their own opinion, but I will go down. I will, this is a hill I will die on. Free 99 leads to pay 99. And when you're first getting started, y'all, nobody knows you. They do not know you. And it's asinine to me when I see these people charging thousands of dollars, but they have no portfolio. They have no experience. And I don't, I think it's really disrespectful to experiment with someone's money. I, I don't, I don't think that that's okay. Now I feel like if you are forthcoming and you say, Hey, this is something I would like to do. I'm pretty sure I can do it. I've been doing it a long time, never professionally. I want to build my portfolio. Is this something that I could do for you? Right. And after, if I've done a good job, you know, give me a testimonial. And if you want to pay me something fine, if not, that's fine too. And build that portfolio. So now you have work and says, that says, I can do this. These are the results. This is how people feel about this. I have built every single one of my companies like that. And today, you know, online, everybody's like, you need to know your worth and charge this and don't do anything for free. That's a bunch of bull crap. That's why a lot of people have businesses that are not working because realistically, how are you going to get in the marketplace and compete with, let's, I'll use myself for an example with a me. I literally have thousands of receipts, right? Let's say you're listening to this right now and you're an aspiring social media, you know, manager, or you're an aspiring um, social media strategist, you're not going to compete with a me. The moat is too big, right? My receipts, my testimonials, my track workers, it's proven. I'm not in theory. So you just jumping up one day and saying, I'm going to charge you $5,000 to manage your social media account. Even though I have no experience, I have no portfolio. I don't even have 10,000 followers myself you're not, this is why you're not getting clients. Instead, humble yourself and say, hey, this is what I would like to do. And I would love to do this for you because I want to build my portfolio. And in exchange, you know, at the end, I would love a testimonial. You know what I mean? I would love a video. If you give me some feedback of how well I'm doing, if you feel like you want to compensate me, then, you know, let's do that, right? If you're doing something and it has a, um, there's like actual cost involved, maybe like inventory, tool supplies, then what I would do is I would say, well, hey, you pay for what it costs. My labor and my service is going to be free because I want to build my portfolio, right? And this is my first time. I've only had three or four of these clients. I, um, you know, I want to be transparent with you and I do not want to, I don't want to, you know, disrespect your time and disrespect your money. I don't want to disrespect your goal or your vision. So this is what I would like to do. For me, I feel that's very important. And I think that has a lot to do with my success because I'm a fair person. And at the end of the day, I want to, I, I don't, I'm not trying to hustle someone, right? Yeah. I believe in hustling, but I don't believe in hustling people, if that makes sense. No, it makes total sense. I, I, the show is called Side Hustle with Personality, not hustling yeah. people, but, you know, uh, hustling to get to where you're going. Yeah. Um, and what you choose. There's so, so much uh, <laughs> to... <laughs> To, to ask you every time you speak and I'm listening totally listening because I'm in communication I totally listen um, and, but then there's so many I, I say oh what about this so 
my question now is, and I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you, uh, you, you made that point. I hope people wrote that down uh, because that's, that's probably your biggest key to success besides working so hard uh, and moving. Um, you went to college. What about those and got degrees? What about those people who didn't go to college or are not planning to go to college but, and don't have degrees? Yeah, I love it. I love this question. Thank you for asking it. So I would say this, there are some fields you are going to need a degree or certification, right? If you're a surgeon, if you're a real estate agent, right, you're going to have to go and get those designations. Um, you know, if you want to be a certified financial planner or a CPA, you're going to have to go and get the degrees. But there are some things that are just going to be based off of your experience, your skill set, your knowledge, and the fact that it's a hobby, right? So like, you don't have to have a degree to have a retail store. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't have to have, you don't have to have a degree to, you know, cook online and have a recipe book or sell your spices. You don't have to be a certified chef to do that, right? So literally, I would say whatever it is that you know, that you have a talent, that you have a gift at, that you have a calling for, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. If it's something you need degrees or certifications for, go and get those. But I honestly like 90% of the professions that people are doing, they do not need a degree or they're doing things that they don't even have a degree in. So are, this is are, are, are you like, excuse the interruption again, but are no. you are you like Oprah in the sense of saying, I'm going to get my team around me, but I'm going to watch and follow and learn financial growth and how to do it and so forth and so on. Absolutely. And I, 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 this is the thing, a degree doesn't make someone smart, just means that you have the capability to test well. And I, and I'm not saying this is that I don't value education. Clearly I do, right? I have a master's degree. I have a bachelor's in finance. Um, but the reality of the situation is, and I'm sure you would agree with this, we probably both know a lot of educated idiots, right? Like you, like, yeah. I've got a master's and a bachelor's, you know, communication. Right. Yeah. 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 So like yeah. academically, you can take a test. It means you have the ability to learn and to function. Um, but that doesn't mean that you're smart or that you make good decisions or you have good interpersonal skills just because you have these degrees. And so some of you guys that are listening Y'all have been doing something for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. There's nobody better than you at it. Um, for instance, I have, a, I have a friend and she makes amazing hair care products. She's not a chemist. She hasn't gone to school for, you know, biochemistry or anything like that. But guess what? She has hair all down her back and people use, their, use her products and they have hair all down their back and their kids have amazing, beautiful hair and people want to buy her products. And right now there are several children's hospitals in the country who are purchasing her products. She gets orders every month. It's really amazing, right? She's at the point she's going to have to bring on a team to help with the production because this her products are natural. They're organic. They, you know, work well on sensitive skin, sensitive scalp. And she didn't have, she didn't have, she doesn't have a degree in chemistry, right? She, did, she didn't go to some lab and say, formulate me this formula and do this. And she figured it out on her own and it worked. And then she let other people use it. And we were all raving about it. And so now it's in a position where people are buying it. So some of y'all have talents and gifts and skill sets. They're just things that you're naturally gifted with. They are your God-given gifts. Do not be afraid to monetize them. And the only thing I would say is if you're in an industry where you have to have a degree or a certification, go and get your degree and certification. But in the meantime, keep building the product, keep sharing the information, right? Don't, don't try and be an expert. Establish yourself as a resource. Um, we're in this weird I like culture. That. I like that. Yeah. You, you've mentioned that uh, before. I've read about that. Be a resource. Yeah, like that's, I, I, that's I hate another it. thing that you should write down. Be be a resource and explain that. So we've been in this strange time where there's this expert culture, and I do believe this is also what has created like so many of these fake gurus and scammers and stuff like that, because people and it, it gives you 
FOMO and it also gives you imposter syndrome when you're trying to be an expert because when you put yourself in a position to be an expert well now you feel like what you have and what you know and what you're designed with you start feeling like you're not good enough no you're good enough exactly where you are now if you're a resource you're not coming out saying I'm the creator or the end all be all knowledge base or source of this thing no when you're a resource you're just saying this is what I've done this is what I've seen. This is what I've experienced. This is where I'm at right now. And I just simply want to share that with you, right? I'm, I'm just here to share what I'm doing. And if you're into it, then pick up what I'm putting down. How do you get attention, the attention that you want to share your yeah. product? How do you get, how, how do you become unique? Yeah. So do that on social media, or uh, with, with the, your, your friend with uh, the hair products, how, yeah. what did she do? Give it away first type of thing and let people- that, that free 99 gets you to pay 99. And in this case, our free 99 is gonna be our content that we put out, that we put out in the social media streets. So there are really two types of content that actually lead to sales and conversion. It's either value-based content or relational content. I don't care how many webinars and classes and courses y'all go to. I don't care who is out here saying all this stuff. I'm not speaking from theory. This is straight up facts and experience, okay? So people are always like, oh my God, I just do valuable content. I add so much value, but they never tell you what it is, right? <laughs> valuable content what? is definitions. Go ahead. What is, go ahead. Excuse me. What is it? It's definitions, it's terms, it's tutorials, it's checklists, cheat sheets, um, showing people the softwares. It's um, news or um, different things that are going to affect your industry. You don't have to be first, but you just tell people what it's going to what it's going to do or what the implications are. It's taking concepts and explaining them. So I give an example of value based content. Let's say um, let, we're going to keep using my friend that has the hair care company. Okay. So let's say she posts up one of her shampoos and I know people are like, well, how could you add value for a shampoo? Right? Well, she may talk about the ingredients in the shampoo and maybe one of the ingredients in her shampoo is rosemary. So then she may post up a really beautiful picture of rosemary. She may put her shampoo bottle in the background or in a tablespoon or something. And then she's going to talk about all of the unique properties of rosemary and what rosemary does. Mm -hmm. That's value, right? She's educating her audience she's yeah. telling them something that's interesting so value is always going to be think about either informing or educating people that's really value okay uh case studies um any of your like before and afters testimonials that that's value if you have the unique gift and you can make people laugh or feel warm and fuzzy that's value right so that that's creating like that is value I'm coming to your page because I know I'm going to get something of value. And also all of those questions that you get online or in person, write them down, turn that into content. There's commas in the questions. Okay. And, write it down. Is that, the, is that the second thing? The first thing? No, we're, we're still, we're still under value-based. All of this is type different types of value-based content. So that is how we get to the value. And this is where you always going to position this with like a hard sale, you know, DM me or click the link in my bio, or, you know, we're, we have a two for one sale or whatever it is you have going on. Right. Now we get into relational content, which is the second category. This relational, is relational. Yes, relational is the second category. This is your social, uh, this is the social and the social media. Okay. So actually building up relationships with people. People are not, I'm I uh people get upset with me when I say this, but it's just the truth, just from observing and watching. And at this point, I talk to thousands of you know small business owners every week. People don't buy the best product. There are so many people around here with the most amazing, bestest, whatever it is, but no one knows about them. People buy from who they know, who they like, and who they trust. Okay, this is a part of the marketing game. They write, the, no, that's the marketing. You want people to know you. More specifically, you want like a specific niche to know you, right? And then nobody says this out loud, y'all, but you got to get a group of people somewhere to like you or like your product or your brand. It just is what it is. If people despise you and they don't like you, they're not going to support you. You're not going to have sustainability, okay? 
then once people decide that they like you, they will move over into the trust factor. And if they trust you, they will open up their wallets and they will buy. Okay. So relational is based on you getting to know more about your customers and your customers getting to know more about you. So relational is anything. Um, your call to actions are always going to be like soft sales, or this is when you're going to be offering up your lead magnets. Um, this is also when you're going to be telling your audience to like share the information with other people. Okay. So relational, you, uh, our relational is going to be like any type of how are you feeling or how are you doing? Um, they're going to be engagement based posts. So an ex example of an engagement based post, I may get online and I may say, um, you know, I'm already on my third cup of coffee and it's only 8:45 AM. Who else has had more than one cup of coffee? Right, where do we? What can I relate to you with? Right, Some, wait. Something as simple as that, not your no. service or your product. No, not yeah. your service. Right, yeah. service and product is going to be in that value. Right, relational. Yeah. Literally, I'm getting to know you. You're getting to know me, and we're finding common ground. Okay, uh, a relational. You may just say like, "One's got to go." Right, <laughs> and you may give them a picture of four things and tell them to pick which one has to go. Do you remember posts, right? So I may post like, does anyone remember a floppy disk? Because those were popping when I was like in elementary school, right? But that, uh, once again, that has nothing to do with the value right? base. It has nothing to do with what the person, the service or the product marketing. It's, it's, just, just, it's just building a relationship. Yeah, that's it. Comedy and humor sharing opinions and thoughts about things. Um, if there's an article that is related to your industry, maybe giving your summary and then giving other people space and say, what are your thoughts? What's your opinion about this? So creating space for people. Um, and if it is one of your products, you may say, I'm thinking of ordering this dress for our boutique. What colors do you like best? And let people vote black, red, or blue, right? Um, or you may put up the product and you may say, tag your friend that, that would kill this or tag your friend that would like this, okay? A picture of you and your puppy, selfies that tell a story, okay? It's literally, we're building a relationship. Your audience needs to know about you and you need to know about them. And so that is marketing. Yeah, so 80% of that content should be value-based. 20% of it should be relational based. That's how that works. And if you're doing and right, and if we're top, now we got the relational based content and we're coupling it with a lead magnet or share and tag a friend or say good morning to me or download my podcast episode or whatever's going on. Well, now you're starting to create right? The dynamic in between you and your audience where they are participating and engaging with you and you're participating and engaging with them. That's how you do it. And I don't care about all this other stuff that people are talking about. Y'all, that is the secret formula. Follow the 80-20 rule, 80% value, 20% relational, bada boom, bada bang. And even if you have a community- you, you say that a lot. <laughs> bada boom, bada bang. You say that a lot. <laughs> That's it. That, that's how that's how it's done. All this other crazy stuff. And I, I know that there was this trend and people are trying to make people feel like their pages have to be like super polished and editorial. No, like go and look at some of the most popular people online that are moving lots of products. OK, um, their pages are ugly as crap. They you know what I mean? But they they have mastered giving value based and relational content. Then they're going to talk to you and they're going to put it out there and something may be super polished and editorial. And then there's going to be something fuzzy and grainy because they're shooting a video of their dog. And they're like, look at my dog doing this. Anybody else's dog do this, right? Like it, like everything doesn't enlist. And if you want everything to be super aesthetically pleasing and gorgeous, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that, but a lot of these pressures that people put on themselves and it stops them because they feel like they have to have, you know, all of this stuff. No, you don't. Just work with what you have and let your business grow as you grow. So eventually, you know, like, okay, so right now I'm talking to you. I have like this really fancy stand that my daddy bought me last year for my birthday. It's amazing. It holds my tablet. It holds my phone. It holds the laptop. It has a ring like it has like a whole microphone holder on top of it. It's fantastic. And it's on wheels. So I can just, I roll it all around the house, like wherever I want to go. I take pictures. I record my own videos. Now it's amazing, right? Um, but when I started 
late night business, like, I don't know, seven, eight years ago, whatever. I didn't have that. I had an iPad too. My videos were grainy and people were still sitting there and watching me with those grainy videos. Yeah. And it was sitting on top of a shoebox, and I was at my kitchen counter. You work with what you have. I didn't say, oh, I can't do this because I don't have a $10,000 studio and I don't have light boxes and I don't have, you know, a dimmer and I don't have the best microphone. No, I got on and I worked with what I had and my audience has watched me grow and develop, right? And as I've gotten better and gotten more income, then right, I invest in my business. And some of y'all just need to start. Just start with the content. Start with your Instagram, start with your TikTok, YouTube, Pinterest, whatever you're using and follow that formula. 80% value, 20% relational, and you're in there. That's how you start attracting people that buy from you. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> you can tell, like, right on my mind. This, I love talking about marketing. I love, I love this stuff. And I love just telling people the truth because there's so much crazy information out here and this is the thing when you get started, you don't know what's legitimate and what's not, right? And so I've watched so many people get these roadmaps from these this misinformation. And it's like you were you were on a roll to a toilet. That's where it was taking. It's not taking you to treasure, it's taking you to a toilet, a stinky <laughs> toilet at that. And by the time you realize you've gotten to the toilet, it's too late, right? You spent thousands of dollars or thousands of hours and you put in yeah. six months or a year and then you meet somebody like me and I'm like, no, you aren't doing it right. And you have to rebuild it, right? And sometimes people are receptive to that. And sometimes they're like, they don't want to hear it. And then eventually they still work their way back around to me. They're like, dang, you were right. I should have listened to you. Long pause. Just that. <laughs> People take in Ashley Ann Jones. Let people take take it in because what they got there was a gift. What people through the podcast and the video here, it's a gift. It and just take it in, please. Ashley Ann, I I, I can't thank you enough. I'm, uh, you promised me a certain amount of time. I went over it. I'm sorry, but I, I, I couldn't let it stop. I couldn't, I couldn't say, okay, well, that's it. I, you know, 15 minutes ago. Uh, so I, I'm way over, but I, I have to ask you the, and these other questions. And one is you did a, a TEDx talk yeah. about finding true love. Uh, why? That's, that's a whole nother subject. <laughs> Then social media strategist and biz builder uh, and event builder. Why did, and I said, what is this about? She, you walk out on stage and, and I was spellbound. I said, she's talking about what? Love? <laughs> this is a businesswoman, a successful businesswoman. And why? So a, a lot of um, really successful business women, they struggle in the areas of love and relationship. Number two, I love everything about manifestation. That's part of the reason I've been so good with money. People think it's just a skill set. No, it has a lot to do with your mind and what you believe. And whatever we tell ourselves we can do, we can. And so a lot of really successful women have um, a core belief that well, yeah, I was successful in business. I'm really good with money. Love is not in the cards for me. And it's just not true. And I can definitely see, you know, where the belief comes from, right? Everything in our society kind of tells you, you know, if you're, if you're a powerful woman, if you're a moneymaker, you know what I mean? If you've established and created this amazing, you're going to be intimidating and no man's going to want you. And you might as well turn into a cat lady, right? That's like literally what they're telling you. And so, because I have so many amazing women in my audience, and I know that that's a struggle of theirs and in the retreats and the in-person conferences and stuff, we 
actually deal with these things and talk about them, I said, you know what, I'm going to focus my TED talk on, you know, just a map through the mind, how you can manifest the same way you manifested the successful business, you can manifest love in your life too. So that's a really, and I knew people wouldn't be expecting me to talk about that either. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't expecting that. I said, oh, here's a TED talk. Yeah, yeah, okay. And Leslie Ann comes out and she's, talking about yeah manifesting and i'm going yeah. what I'm manifesting love and i said this is fabulous but it's what you said earlier about relationship building yeah yeah I, I said oh i know more about her she manifests various things that she wanted to create and wants to create in her life so I, I learned, you know, some personal things in watching that video, and I went, "Oh, wow, we." So, I thank you. I just wanted to say I thank you for doing that TEDx talk about that subject. Um, I can talk about the brain all day. I'm such a nerd. Like when I'm going to bed. Oh, am I? So am I. I go to bed at night, I like I, when I'm done with all my business stuff or whatever, I'm literally always in the bed reading an article about our brain or some synopsis or oh learning more about, you know, the particular activating processor. And I'm obsessed with our brains and how they work and the small portions we're using and how to unlock other portions. And yeah, I'm-, I'm Okay, well, give us, give us, before I let you go, I, I, and I said this before, I'm gonna let you go, I really am. Um, <laughs> But, but and, 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 I, and I don't know, I don't know when people ask me uh, about how I uh, create my day. Yeah. I don't want to tell them because everybody, the 7 billion people on the planet, create their days differently. Mm -hmm. But I, so, but, and, no, but, and, I must ask you then, and you, you brought it up a little bit, uh, saying at the end of the day, you're reading and so forth. Um, can you give us one or two little nuggets with how we can uh, condition our thoughts, how we can manifest things that we want. One, I, I have, I have one friend who, who's been doing this for years, talking about uh, how to manifest things through thought. And yeah. um, so, uh, and this is way off my topic of marketing <laughs> and building. But 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 it's on topic because if you can learn. If you can learn this skill, you can manifest a very successful business. You can manifest unlimited clients and customers, right? You're talking to a woman that started with $125 and a laptop and I'm a multimillionaire. And so a lot of that, you know, I tell people it is really more like what's going on mentally. It's not really people's skill sets or their ability to do the work, right? Anybody can do the work. What really separates, like I tell people, my clients that are six, seven and eight figure earners, within five minutes of talking to people already know like, oh no, this is the person that's gonna do it because of what's going on here. Whatever's happening mentally and emotionally for you as a business owner or a side hustler is super important because you're the head of your business. You set forth like what the vision is gonna give be. Us, give, us one, give us one physical communication tip. Yeah, so okay, uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a, I'm gonna give a few like really oh, like so so basically what happened, guys? And one, I got into this because I grew up in the church, right? And so I know like churchy people, they feel like all this manifestation stuff. They're like, oh, it's witchcraft, it's evil, it's this, that. it's really not. Even the Bible teaches you how to manifest stuff. So I wanted to be able to prove it spiritually and I wanted to be able to prove it scientifically. This is how all of this started for me years ago, right? I'm a data girl and I like facts. And if normally if I'm speaking something, please believe I've researched it thoroughly. You're not going to be able to beat me. So this is, this is, where, all, this is where all of this started at. So understanding that everything is energy, 
and scientifically you can go and look at that it's all like it's all energy and we all know the energy is not destroyed it is transferred it's transmuted it's not destroyed okay so once you understand that principle then you start to understand that everything at one point in time was a thought and it was in the spiritual world somewhere before it popped over here inside of our realm so literally the shirt that you're wearing somebody thought about that shirt they thought it should be that color before that shirt ever physically existed does that make sense so your business it's a thought you you're going to have a thought about what type of business you run what type of customers you serve how many customers you're serving what type of income is it generating it's a thought it's all a thought first and then once we think it and now our goal is well how do i walk into that over here inside of this physical realm that i'm in so there are three things you got to have you got to have the affirmation or some people will call this your declaration or decree, whatever you're affirming, you're going to need accountability. That is your superpower. Stop blaming things on other people and external forces. There's always some type of part you played in it, some way you could have dealt with it, some way you could have elevated it, you know, de-escalated it, whatever, okay? There's always a choice, literally, especially for those of us that live in America. I'm not saying America is perfect, but this is definitely a place where you can shake and bake and navigate and move around. Third thing is action. When you want something to happen, you have to be in alignment with it. That's how it comes to you. You have to be what it is. So if I affirm it and say, and I pray and I ask God and my angels and say, this is what I want to happen for me. If I believe it's going to happen, I have to take actions. I have to start behaving as that thing. Okay. I'm not saying fake it. I'm saying you start behaving. So if you say, I want my side hustle to bring me in an extra $50,000 a month, let's say that's your goal. Well, what does a $50,000 a month business look like, right? You may not know what it looks like. So you're going to have to research it. You may have to get some books. You may have to join some masterminds. You may get a coach or something like that. And you're going to, you're going to find out what does this look like? What softwares do they use? Uh, what's the standard operating of procedures? What type of insurances do they have? Uh, what, um, what checkout or processors are they using to process payments? What are, you, you understand what I'm saying? So this yeah. is how we get in alignment with it. People think I got all this money and my, no, my mindset switched. And this is how all the money and the success came. So what actions do you have to take? And if it's really, really big, reverse engineer it all the way down until you get to a step you can take. So once we've decided what we're going to do, you're going to write down your little list for yourself. And it's is like your little hit list. And you're just going to go one by one by one on the list. Do not worry about what's at the end of the list. You just need to get to the next step. Okay. That's all we need to be worried about every day is the next step. So now how do we put ourselves in the position where these next steps are going to become easier? There's going to be more opportunity. You raise your actual vibrations because remember your energy Everything is energy. Energy is not destroyed, right? So all of the cells got together and they said, we're going to get together and we're going to be ashing in. We're in agreement that we are ashing in. This is what it is as a cellular level, okay? So inside of your brain, we have physiological responses, aka our emotions. Our emotions can either increase the vibrations of our cells or they can lower the vibrations of our cells. Almost anything that we associate with good vibrates at really high frequencies, right? Love, peace, joy, opportunity, abundance, all those sorts of types of things. It's vibrating very high. If you look at the frequency of things that are negative or distasteful or painful or hurt, the frequency is lower on them. So when you know that and you understand that everything is energy, well, my goal is to try and keep my energy as high as possible so I can bring more things to myself that I want. So some simple things we can do I always tell people, what's the last thing you see at night before you go to sleep and the first thing in the morning? Normally, it's a wall, right, for, for some people, right, before you go to bed. Put something on that wall that's going to make you happy, whether it's a color. If you love flowers or puppies, get you some cheap pictures of puppies or flowers and put them up on that wall. If you want to see a tropical scene or something because your goal is to wake up on the beach, you know, every morning or whatever, you put that picture of that beach there, but you just literally something right? That's going to give you peace. If you need to paint the color of that wall or something, you paint that wall a different color, okay? Paint is cheap. You can get paint for like 20 bucks, okay? <laughs> like, it, it doesn't have to be expensive, but you, if you need to draw a picture, because you can't afford to buy a picture with <laughs> you go get you some, you go get you some brown paper bag, 
store and you plaster them things on that wall and you paint the paper bags and you draw the pictures on it. But something that's going to give you some type of peace or happiness, okay? That needs to be the last thing you see and the first thing when you wake up in the morning because it's gonna put you in a better mood. The second thing, dancing. There's so much research that proves how much dancing increases our vibration and people that dance and are happier actually live longer as well. So put on a song you like in the morning, maybe play two or three songs and you get up and you say, hey, God was popping. Thank you for the day. And you get up and you listen to your music. Okay. If you want to shimmy your shoulders, if you want to two-step, if you just want to sway, again, little simple things that are going to make you feel better. Yeah. Okay. Uh, grounding, there's extensive research on the health benefits of taking off your shoes and putting your feet on the planet Earth, okay? And think about it. We learn in elementary school and in junior high, what stops electricity? Rubber. The bottom of your soles of shoes, for most people, there's rubber on it. So you're stopping the good charges and the frequency that are coming from the planet. If you can get next to a tree, if you can get a plant, right? Something that is living and green around, all these things are small things are actually going to help you. And again, y'all go out and do your research. You're gonna be shocked at what uh, what the positive benefits are, the positive impacts are on having green and life and trees and plants and florals and stuff like that around you. Yes, they actually help you quite a bit. So you want to so you want to try and get next to some life if you can, okay? Get you I don't care if it's a little bitty little jar plant, you got to get get your little jar plant and put it on your nightstand or in your window. Get your little um uh what's something you can't get like a little cactus or you know something that you can't kill. Something that's real if you if you got a brown thumb, just get you something that's just going to live on, okay? Is this what you uh, suggest to your high Lot. Yeah. Right. Level clients or your, yeah, like literally clients. your clients. Before we get into business, even when they come to a retreat with me, the first couple of days, I'm just trying to get them relaxed and in, in a good headspace and decompressed and not stressed. So before we hit an ad, before we look at a funnel, before we're going through their business model, nope, I need you to be in a good mood. I want every, you to go every single day of your mm -hmm. or every single day. Every day, I, we want to okay. we want to try and be as happy as we can. The next thing, whenever something bad happens to you, stop saying, "Oh, why? Why did this happen to me?" No, this is happening for me. For me, anything, anything that I've ever wanted in my life, even when I thought it was bad, it was actually putting me in the right path to the right direction to get what I wanted. Right? I was too stupid, right, to to go on the right path. So God had to intervene, right, and push me over to the right direction so I can get to where I was supposed to be. It is happening for me. It is always, even if it's unpleasant, what am I supposed to be learning from this? Because if it's a, if you feel like you took an L or a failure guarantee, that's one step closer to the right direction. So if you can change your mind to stop saying, oh my God, this is so sad. Is so much is happening to me? No, this is happening for me. I'm supposed to be learning something from this. What am I supposed to learn from this? So now you know how to move forward because it's getting you prepared for the next level that you're coming to. So those are just some like really, really quick things, okay? Like I get, why does that go on and on? But it's like quick stuff oh. that you can do, like raise their vibes, raise those energies. And the last thing I'm gonna tell y'all, and everybody tells you this, you have to get around other positive people. Mm -hmm. Even if you need to pay to be in a group or a membership, you should be around people that are aspiring to you and they're motivating you and pushing you for your goals. When I have, when I get on the phone with my girlfriends, we are not gossiping about other women. We're all talking about our projects, what we're working on, um, networks, how can we help other people, uh, ideas, right, that we're having. We may be talking about things that are happening with our families or something and that we need advice on, but we don't talk about other people. We're talking about our goals. We're talking about what we want in life. We're talking about trying to win at things we're talking about trying to help each other out so you really have to monitor your conversation and if you notice there's some people when you get off of the phone with them or you stop texting them that you feel icky you feel down maybe you feel sad or depressed you can start you can limit your interactions with them you really can like and you don't have to have an explanation you don't have to make some big proclamation or something nope you just decide one day when they text don't text back when they call don't pick up all the time you want to be around other people 
that are speaking life into you, people that are telling you that you can do it, people that are giving you ideas on how to get out of pickles and situations, people that are encouraging you to make the right steps in your life, not people that are making fun of you because you want to improve yourself or telling you that you can't do this or you're just this or that or no one's going to buy this or not. Nope, we don't care about those people. Remove them immediately. So you really make sure that you're being involved and immersed with as many people as possible that are on um, a positive trajectory in their life. That is very, very crucial. Again, because the energy, remember, is not destroyed, it's transferred and transmuted. So you want to put yourself in the most advantageous position to be able to increase your vibrations and stay up as often as possible. There's that pause again. I want that pause right there. <laughs> Take it in. Take it all in. Ashley Ann, Ashley Ann Jones, I, I can't thank you enough for all this extremely, extremely valuable, wonderful, valuable insights and information. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And, and, it's been so much fun. Oh, it's been, I'm glad it's been fun for you because it's been, it's been enormous fun and a joy to meet you and talk with you uh, for uh, more time than <laughs> an hour and a half, more time than, uh, than I asked for. So I, I thank you so very, very much. Now, I just continue uh, to wish you and the very, very best in all the great work that you do. Um, Thank you so much. And I wish you the best for you too. And whatever desires you have, I'm praying that they come to you expeditiously. Thank you. You have such positive energy. You put out such good vibes into the world. I love it. Thank you so very, very much. All right, you take care of the very best. You're growing business, continue to grow, continue to prosper, continue to love. <laughs> Thank you so much. Take care. Join us next time for another innovative conversation on Side Hustle with Personality, where we explore how you can develop something on the side and bring great value to others and yourself. And when you choose to improve your daily life and business, this is the place to hang out for new ideas and new strategies. This has been Side Hustle with Personality. Now you may contact us at kerryruff.com. That's K-E-R-R-Y-R-U-F-F, -F, as in Frank Frank. And remember, Keep connecting your energy differently and adding true value to the world.